Okay. Um, me and Anthony were just talking about how... Well, we shouldn't start out that way. Welcome okay. to another episode of my gorgeous, hilarious podcast. Is that how you want to start? Yeah, I don't instead? know. I was thinking of saying something else, and then I had nothing else to say. Um, yeah, another week has gone by. Um... Everyone's dying. Everyone's poor. Everyone's racist. Everyone's uh, angry. Everyone's broke. It's a good time to be alive. 2021 is incredible. 2020, 2021. It's just going to be 10 years of pure bliss. <clears throat> Why 10? All the 20s. 2020. 2021. I guess the this entire century, is that what it would be? All the 20s? 2001, well, no, 9-11. <laughs> 2000... I guess just the 2000s. You know, we thought it was going to be a Y2K. It really set the wrong vibe for a century. Is it? Is 9-11? No, Y2K. Do you remember Y2K? I remember thinking that people thought the world was going to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also in but that's how, But that's how the 2000s started. How did we think it was going to get better? I mean, it didn't end, and everyone's like, oh, thank God. It should have ended. Y2K. Or maybe Y2K did happen in, the, in it's all a parallel universe. Whoa. <laughs> I need to go back on the Joe Rogan podcast. I have some things to talk about now. <laughs> Instead of just saying, yeah, every five seconds. Maybe Y2K did happen. In a parallel universe and we just don't know it? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, like Bernstein, Bernstein. The Mandela effect. Y2K, we all went to bed, woke up, different realm. Is that a real thing? What? Like the, whatever effect you just said? The Mandela effect, I was talking effect, to her yeah. about that the other day. And was her it? being Anthony's girlfriend! <laughs> Who's at the house? I'm convinced Anthony uh, had his girlfriend over, so I don't bully him, and I have to be a good girl she, when she's she around. She is a shield. She, yeah, Anthony needs like backup now because apparently I'm so mean and dangerous and evil. Next week I'll bring a friend. I'll bring a, I'll bring a thick buff friend, <laughs> and we'll see, we'll see what goes down. Okay, that's fine. Okay. What were you saying to your, your bodyguard? I mean, sorry, your girlfriend? I was saying... Your emotional support? My emotional support being? <laughs> no, I was saying that, like, what if, like, when you just go to sleep and wake up and you... What if there is parallel universes? Infinite parallel universes? And I think there sleep, is. When you go to sleep and wake up, you're in a different one. You have no idea that it happened. Yeah, like every... Well, did you watch... I mean, I just watched this. The Butterfly Effect... With Ashton with Kutcher? With Ashton Kutcher, Coochie? Ashton <laughs> Coochie Man? I've seen it many times. Okay, so I watched it for the first time. It's a good movie. It's... At least from what I remember when I watched it when I was 13. Yeah, I mean, it's like a good movie, but it's... Watching it back now, you're like, oh, this probably was really good when it came out, but now that time has gone by, you're like, this is kind of corny. What's wrong with it? Just the... I don't know. Just the... It's just like when you watch people on like a flip phone or something, you're like, oh cute it's very like you know when it was made because of the uh, quality of it the right. acting the the whole right. thing it's very like stuck in a it's 
outdated. It doesn't outlast the time it was made. Well, I just rewatched all of Breaking Bad, and they still use flip phones in that show, and it feels like it wasn't even on TV that long ago, but it was on like two. Th- it was but to they were also it. doing drug-related activities because iPhones were out. I was in yeah, college. But listen, meth is timeless. Meth is timeless for sure, and drug dealing with a flip phone is also timeless for sure. You can still get flip phones at Walmart. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know where we went from the Mandela effect flip. The butterfly yeah. effect. Right. Yeah, he... Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's good, but you leave... The, I... The movie ended, and I was like, come on. Because it's like, it's so kind of obvious. But it's also like, oh, wow. Like, you have one of those moments where you're like, wow, he shouldn't have tried to change anything. And, like, everything happens for a reason. And, like, you know, if you know if you want whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, Mandela effect. Let's look this up. Okay. Hold on. Wi-Fi. Are you on the Wi-Fi? No, I don't think so. Nope. Let me turn... Oh, here we go. Okay. The Mandela Effect is an unusual phenomenon where a large group of people remember something differently than how it occurred. Conspiracy theorists... I don't know why they're stating conspiracy theorists as if it's like a scientist, but conspiracy theorists believe this is proof of an alternate universe, while many doctors use it as an illustration of how imperfect memory can be sometimes. Interesting. Like, the big thing a couple years ago was Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears. The spelling of... Do you know the books? The Bernstein Bears? Yeah. So everyone thought it was, like, Bernstein? Like, I don't know. Like, bear? But it was... Hold on. Bernstein, Bernstein. Bernstein. Bears. Oh, yeah, so, everyone remembers it as Bern, whatever, Bernstein, Bernstein, but, like, Steen as the last, we thought they were all Jewish bears, with S-T-E-I-N as the ending, bear and Steen. Stein. Stein, whatever, Steen, Stein, but the spelling was S-T-E-I-N in everyone's memory, but... The spelling of it is actually S-T-A-I-N. Berenstain. Huh. Weird. That is weird. It is is weird. Conspiracy theory? It's part of like the the Mandela effect theory. Huh. Those bears specifically? Yeah, like the the spelling of the books. Huh. How everyone remembers it is Steen. I don't really remember it as anything. Yeah. But it is weird that it's Bernstein, Bernstein, Bernstein. I don't know. Whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I think, like, most of the episodes, but the introductor, like, the narrator, I guess, couldn't say that was the Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. But, I, yeah, I used to think when I was younger that, like, when you were dreaming, I'm like, what if that is an alternate rea- like reality or universe where when you're sleeping, it's a different universe that can only be 
um, accessed in like REM. Are you sure you don't smoke weed? I don't like smoke all? weed at all. I don't do drugs. I get so many questions. Oh, when's the last time you tripped? What's your favorite? Where's your favorite place to do shrooms? I don't do anything. I just, my mom smoked cigarettes when she was pregnant with me and she was almost 40. So I got that natural high <laughs> from childbirth. Um, but that's, that could, what do you think? That could be a possibility. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like either you go to sleep and wake up and you're in a different reality because there are just so many. Well, it's kind of like, you know, when you play video games online, like World of Warcraft, and you can, like, game with other people and talk to them, but you can only talk to other people if you're in the game. That's what the dreams are. People are calling you a noob. People are calling you a little bitch, but it only can happen if you got your headset on, aka sleep. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. But when I was little, I used to also think that when you put a vhs in the vcr that that was lot that was actual people in the tv so none of my you know <laughs> thoughts as a child can nece- necessarily be uh backed up right and then i remember i broke the vcr player because i kept trying to get the people out of the tv because i thought that when i put the How vhs like 14 no i'm just kidding um <laughs> I don't know, probably like six. Does that ever happen to you when you're like talking about like childhood memories and you always use the same age? I could have been eight. I could have been four. But I al- six is always my go-to number. When someone's like, how old were you? Six. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Give or yeah. take. I was either like four or nine. Right. In between that, six. I don't think I ever thought that. What? That people were, like, in the TV. Yeah, I like thought I, that they were doing, like, a live performance for me. That's probably why I have such a big ego, ego or narcissism. Because ever since I was little, I thought people were, like, doing, you know. I'm watching the TV. I'm like, this is my own little private show. <laughs> and I never got beat as a child, which I think could have helped a lot in character development. Your dad never slapped you? Nope. I think there was one time he pulled out his belt and was like... Boy, I oughta. But he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got out of it. I wasn't that bad of a kid. Well, I was kind of annoying, but... I think my parents probably saw a lot of themselves in me, and they're like, if we spank her, we're really just spanking ourselves. It's mind games. And like, you gave me these jeans. Discipline yourselves, Larry. <laughs> and Jennifer. We gotta get Larry back on the podcast. We do have to get Larry back on the pod. He's so big. He's gonna take on most of the couch. He was trying to be like keto or something. Mm-hmm. Uh uh uh. My sister sent me a picture of him in Arizona going to town on a giant entree. So not keto. He is not keto. But he was trying it. He was trying. He thought about it a couple times. Well, because my sister was supposed to get married in 2020, so he wanted to. To, I don't think he wanted to look good for the wedding. I think my sister wanted him to look good for the wedding. And he's like, okay. Damn, your sister told me he was fat. He's fat. <laughs> it's not like, why would she do that? That's mean. It's like, the facts are my dad is fat. It's not like, oh, don't talk about weight. It's fat. He's fat. 
He's fat. Was he always fat though? No, that's the interesting thing. My parents, my parents were like normal. They're kind of, they were kind of like me. A little, well, no, maybe a little bit bigger, but like they were always growing up like average. Mm -hmm. But then as I got older, they got thicker. And then they both fluctuated. My dad was on Nutrisystem. He had those meals, like, sent to the house. So he'd just be eating, like, frozen meals all the time. And he lost a bunch of weight. But the thing with, like, Nutrisystem. The thing about Nutrisystem? The thing about Nutrisystem is that once you want to go off Nutrisystem and you have to make your own meals. Right. You're fucked. Yeah. You're gaining weight instantly. My mom's on Jenny Craig. Shout out to Jenny. She probably doesn't want me saying that, but whatever. Good for her. Does she yeah. like it? No. Is Jenny Craig, what do you do for Jenny? It's Nutrisystem for women. Oh. They just send you, me- or you go pick up meals and then just, you're supposed to only eat that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's nice, like, uh, if you just want to start getting used to eating smaller portions. That's mainly what it is, because it's just... And it's not eating out as much. It's definitely helpful. Yeah, except it's, like, way more expensive than eating out. It is expensive. And they give you less food, and it's just frozen meals. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I'm not good. I have been eating so much. I ate... There's this place called Bloodzo's. Have you been? No. Do you know about it? Nope. Okay. Bloodsos is this like barbecue spot and it's really good. And so I got a quarter pound of brisket, a quarter pound of pork, four little potato buns, a bunch of pickles, barbecue sauce. That was a good song until barbecue sauce. <laughs> and um and macro oak pint of macaroni and cheese. I don't do pints of ice cream, but a pint of macaroni and cheese, yes. Half a pint of collard greens and two things of cornbread. Ooh, I had cornbread for breakfast this morning. God damn, it was is so your, good. Uh, is your boo thing into barbecue? Is that why you had that? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We So, okay, yeah. So, I've been eating a lot because I've been house-sitting this week. And the house that I'm house-sitting is under renovation, so there's no, like, working kitchen in the house right now. So we've been eating out. And I eat more than him. So I'm like, oh, why don't we get all this stuff so we can split it? I'm eating way more than him. (laughs) It's beautiful, and he's paying for it, you know? So I'm just like... (laughs) But I'm not... I I don't like when people pay for me. It's like, he'll pay for the food. Do you not like... Yeah. I don't know if it's, um, I'm talking to Anthony's security guard about this. I don't, because she also doesn't like having everything paid for. I don't know if, because we, we ordered all this food and I know that he's not like balling out. And so it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't want to put him in a weird position just because I want to eat. Like, obviously he wants to eat, but that's different. And I, it's so uncomfortable so he's like paying for this and I'm like oh my god it's probably so much money and so then I'm like okay well I will buy us stuff from like the liquor store so I got like 
like uh, a big thing of waters because they don't have fucking water in the house. So I bought like four big like gallons of water. He loves Red Bull. So I got him a Red Bull. I know. <laughs> Any guy I've ever dated has a serious energy drink addiction. I don't know what it is about the type of person, but it is not okay. Oh my God, you drink the Red Bull too. Is it only because of Anthony? You guys are meant for each other. That's beautiful. <laughs> I don't do energy drinks. I do coffee. I do nicotine. I like a Celsius. Celsius energy drink. That's what's up. That's classy. I mean, Red Bulls are classy, but it you know, nine in the morning. That's not, he dr- he drinks them early. So I got him a Red Bull. I got myself a little Celsius. He he likes. I'm describing the lamest guy right now he's great i swear but he likes alka-seltzer who likes alka-seltzer isn't that like for heartburn it's for anything it feels great i started now i'm into alka-seltzer but it just fizzles in your drinks i remember in college we used to do it if we were hungover we drink it the day after there's like cold alka-seltzer so if you feel like you have a cold or something you put the alka-seltzer in the drink he just you drinks it just because drinks it in the morning that's how he starts his day off He's like an ill man. He's always sick or on the brink of sickness. So I think it's almost like a good luck charm. It's like a superstitious thing. I don't know what it is. I don't ask questions. I just try and accept him for who he is. It's hard. (laughs) So I get him Alka-Seltzer. I get him Red Bull. I get us waters. I think, what else did I get? Something else, the delivery from... I pretty much ended up spending as much money on, like, five liquor store items as he did on the barbecue. And I was like, you know what? I shouldn't have tried to be equal. I shouldn't have tried to be a feminist in that moment. It was, like, 43 bucks for four gallons of water, a Red Bull, a Celsius. Did you go to Pink Dot? No, I just did it on Postmates or something. I know. Ooh, it was so annoying, but whatever. But then I wonder, am I, do I not like him paying for me because it feels like an obligation for something? It feels, there's something about it where I'm like, I, I know that this isn't what guys think. Maybe it is. But to me, it's like, oh, now I owe you something. Like, you bought me food because you want to bone me. So now I'm just at your, at your, at your call whenever you want to bone. Now I have to bone. But I'm an adult now, so I don't just bone if I don't want to. I still put out when I don't want to, but I try not to look at it that way. But it feels like, oh, you're paying for me because you want something out of me, which is true. And I want something out of you. I want food. So like, sure, this works out. But there's something weird about money stuff. And you know what I don't like? I don't mind getting things paid for, but I think I don't like when I know how someone's doing financially and they pay for me. If they're like, oof, maybe we shouldn't get the appetizers. It's like, well, then don't bring, you know, or if they're like, I don't make me feel bad because you wanted to buy food. Right. That's how I feel. Do you really feel like he only buys you food? No, he likes me. He doesn't. I mean, he likes my coochie too, my Ashton coochie, but, (laughs) but no, I know that he, I know that he particularly doesn't feel that way but then we're talking to his friend his friend is having trouble find like meeting up with this girl he's been his friend has been talking to this one girl online and um 
Oh, and so they went on two dates. Nothing really happened. They had good dates and they like, I think, made out. And that was it. Or maybe it got a little bit hotter than making out, but like nothing like super sexual. And so then the third date was approaching and he hadn't seen her in like a week or a week and some change. And so he's like, what do I say to like, you know, take it to the next level? Like, what do I say that we should do for a date to take it to the next level? And it's hard in COVID, you know, but it's also if you want, if you're looking for hookups, it's great in COVID because there's nothing else to do but hang out at home, you know? So I was like, you should say like my place, wine and board games. No one's gonna play board games, but you can't say Netflix and chill because that means hook up. But obviously you're gonna hook up. Hope oh, maybe. Who knows? But he was all tripped up. He's like, board games? Like, what do, like I don't want to play board games. It's not about the board games. It's about taking it to the next level. Separating yourself from the guys who say wine and movie. <sighs> and so he's like, I don't, he's like, well, the last two times we hung out, I paid. And he was complaining about paying. And I'm like, well, then don't go out. For sure. And yeah. I don't like when guys bring up the idea like, oh, women want to be treated equal. And they still want guys to pay for them. First of all, not all women want guys to pay for them. If it's a first date, here's the thing. I'm happy. I'm very happy splitting a bill on a first date. I don't mind at all. But... I could split a bill with anyone. You know what? Someone who... This is the thing. It's not about equality and men being like... You know, it's not about that. It's more so about the type of person I want to be with long term. Do I want to be with someone who takes care of me? That's just a sign of them taking care of you. If they pay for you on the first date, it's like, oh, they're a little bit more serious. They're a little bit more adult. They have money. They're not tripping about, you know... about paying for a full meal because they're they have their shit together with work you know they're not financially stressed they're that's like kind of you know it's respectful it's kind and I think that that just stands out when you're thinking of like long-term partners not to say that if I split the bill with someone on the first date that I wouldn't be with them long term but if, if we go on three dates, I don't know. If, yeah, if I go, okay, say I go on a date with you, and the first date we split the bill, that's fine. Second date, we split the bill, that's fine. Third date, it's like, just show me a little something extra. Or like, get me, I mean, this would be weird, I don't suggest this, but, like, get me, like, a small gift, like, oh, this reminded me of you because you mentioned it the first time we hung out or second time, and then we can split the bill. It's just, I think the bill is just, like, uh, it's not about the bill, it's about the gesture. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the opposite end, I just like paying for stuff just because I think it's nice. I'm not necessarily just trying to, like, bone. I think also, too, though, it's almost... I think there's also something about paying all the time where it feels like overcompensating. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, you don't... Like, it's almost like you're trying to show me something. And I'm like, yes. Where it's like, I let me do stuff nice, too, though. 
And it's not, and I think that the gesture is there and it's very nice. Oh my God, I'm such a little relationship coach. I think it's nice to pay for most things. If you're the type of person who likes paying for most things, go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you're a security guard who you bone and stuff, if she's like, oh, I got this or, oh, let me get this, let her get it. She says she got this. It's not, she's not saying, oh, I got this for you to be like, no, 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 I got this. Just let her get it. Because she's not going to do it all the time, right? But every once in a while, it feels nice. You're like, wow, I wear the pants in this relationship. She doesn't. Let her think that. Every (laughs) once in a while. You know? That's what I think. It's so much easier for me to... It's so much easier for me to talk about relationship stuff. But then when you're in it... Ooh! It's a weird feeling. I've been playing Uno with my boo thing a lot. The game Uno. Do you let him win? Two player? No, I smoke him. He smokes me. But it's hard with two people. It's pretty much just like the luck of the cards. There's not really skill when there's two people. And then we were trying to play like we gave ourselves each two hands. And then we were going in a circle. That was so confusing. (laughs) (coughs) And then I've been playing Words with Friends. I'm getting into games. What else am I going to do? I've been getting into games. I'm playing Words with Friends. Now there's these people who I've been playing with from the podcast because I told them to play me. I'm overwhelmed. I'm over. I'm exhausted. I need to be getting paid to do Words. I, I decided I'm only making one or two moves a day because my brain's just thinking in Scrabble. I'll be having a conversation with someone and they'll use a word and I'll go, high scoring word right there. <laughs> Was that a Q? Did you just use a Q letter in that sentence? Damn, that's 10 points. If you use that word on a double word or a triple letter, man, it's going up. It's not good. What do you think um, is your most annoying... I'm talking to Anthony, security guard. What do you think is your most annoying... um, Because I know what mine is and I've been thinking about this a lot. What do you think is your most annoying like habit or... Um, character, like, uh, not characteristic, um, not habit. Yeah. Or like something that you notice that you do or that's heightened when you're in a relationship or dating someone, like what's something that you kind of always do, or maybe you don't really do, but when you're in a relationship, you notice that it comes out more. Yeah. Yeah. She said she's an overthinker. So when she's in a relationship, it's twice as bad. Yeah. I don't, I'm not quite, my sister's an overthinker. She's always like, she always asks her husband, she's like, do you really love me? Are we meant to be together? Are you happy? Is this a good fit? All this stuff. That's not me. Every once in a while, I'll be like, do you think I'm pretty? But it's only because I just want him to be like, yeah, you're pretty. When I look like, you know, I like wake up and my hair is all crazy and my breast smells. I'm like, do you think I'm pretty? <laughs> um, I'm not quite an overthinker, but I notice that I have this really annoying trait when I start seeing someone. I do this. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. He'll say something. He'll say a word, but he says it. He pronounces it wrong. And instead of just letting it go, I go, oh, you mean blank? It is 
so unattractive, <laughs> so annoying. I want to I want to punch myself in the face every time I hear my but I can't not do it. And I was talking to my mom and my mom's like we're very serious in relationships, which isn't a good thing. They got divorced, her and my dad. And I sh- I haven't seen her with anyone, dating anyone since they got divorced. I don't want to be that way, you know. I want to be boning, I want to be moaning. I want to be out in the streets, you know. And so she was like, we're very similar. And she was saying that she did the same thing with my dad. She would always like correct him. And it's a control thing. Everything with me always comes back to control. It's really weird. And I need to go to therapy because it's so annoying. Like, like I'll be at his house and I'll start. He'll be eating. Once he's done eating, I'm putting the dishes away and I start cleaning them. It's his house. Why am I doing that? And I get so annoyed. I'm like, everything has to be tidy. And I do clean. that at her house. <sighs> I can't let go. I can't just like let things be. I'll fact check. Be like, actually, I think it, I think it happened this way. Why do I need to be right? <laughs> I don't know if it's me needing to be right. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. Are you a Virgo? I am a Virgo. Yeah. I don't know if I believe in it or it's like, it's like, am I a Virgo or do I have abandonment issues? Who knows? You know, tale as old as time. It's hard. Can we get that on? Jesus. I'm such a good backcracker. Oh. I wish I could do that. I love cracking my back. It feels so good. Um, so yeah, anyway, we meant to start off the podcast this way, but I don't have COVID. But then I saw that the place where I get tested at regularly, a lot of false negatives at that, with, through that company. The guy who started Curative Core or Cordive Cure or whatever, uh-huh. the testing place, they have a bunch of sites around LA. And I guess, you know, when the pandemic first started, people just needed to get tested. You know, there was like a need for... Uh, rapid testing and so all these things popped up the dude who starts like 25 he's not even in the medical or science field he just like backed it with money and so yeah there's a good amount of the tests that can be false Hmm. negatives but it doesn't have an issue with false positives but they were just saying that the false negatives happened to go out more and he was also saying if you get tested at that place it only works it works best if you are very symptomatic. Hmm. If you're asymptomatic, the results aren't going to be as accurate. Her sister was lost her taste and smell and got kind of sick. She got tested and it was a negative. Yeah. It was probably through curative. Probably. Yeah, but I think I mean I've been going to curative a bunch. When I've genuinely thought that I might have had the own, which really was like one other time before and last week when mm-hmm. it, we did the Zoom pod, um, I just chilled. I acted as if I had Lorona. <laughs> so I just stayed in. Not worth it. Don't want to get people sick. Mm-mm-mm, not on my conscience. Yeah, like I was saying, it's scary because, I mean, some people get it and they're fine. Some people get it and they're kind of sick. And then one of my mom's friends just died, went to a coma, the whole thing. She was, like, getting better. They were talking about letting her out of the hospital, and then she died. And then uh, a guy that comes into our work a lot and who works at a restaurant close by, 
that we know pretty well and like used to go to a lot. He just died like two days ago. From Cove? Yeah. <gasps> it's scary. Scary. Both, you... both of them were like 55-ish. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's spooky. Yeah. Do you think, were they like healthy outside of that? Probably not. Yeah. Because it makes you, th- like, well, do we talk about people dying when they have, like, a re- like you know, the typical flu? Do we talk about Or is that? it, like, like I feel like because everyone's talking about COVID and because it's new and stuff, we know when people die of COVID. But, like, if your mom's friend were to die from the flu, do you think you would know about it pre-COVID times? Because it makes me wonder, like, is that a nor like, do people typically... Not typically, because it still isn't that common to die from it. Mm-hmm. But do pe- like I wonder what the percentage is of people who die from COVID and people who die from the flu. Because Probably then close. it makes me get all conspiracy like. Because I'm like killing people. Yeah, I mean, what if it was? I mean, I don't know if I actually think this, but what if it was like an engineer? I mean, didn't they say that this was an engineered virus? Is that a fact or is uh, that theory? One of the people that studies like that type of thing, like uh, what's it called? Like viruses. Illnesses, yeah. There's a word for it. Someone who studies that. They like... Biochemist. No. That's what it's called, a biochemist, right? Yes, but there's another word. Okay. There was a dude and he was like on Rogan or something. He said that he like, they, his team like reverse engineered it or something. And it's like the only, it shows like signs of only being something that was like created it didn't just happen yeah yeah so then it makes me think maybe people are done yeah that you know it's more serious than a regular flu well and the weird thing that like hospitals get money for deaths yeah i mean i don't know if i necessarily and they're overcrowded yeah so you think the hospitals are killing people i don't think that but a part of me wonders if like at a certain point they're like instead of trying to like keep this guy on a respirator or like whatever it is maybe we just like pull the plug i don't think that they get more money if people die i think they get more money if the hospitals are impacted i don't think they get like bonuses for deaths because that would be everyone would be dead i could go in for a bunion surgery and be dead and they're like we're rich no but i there was i read something that they get like thirty thousand dollars per like covid death or something like that because the people they were putting like people who would come in and die of something else they would say they had covid i think that that was uh, a theory at the beginning because i know what you're talking about and i remember that but something about that feels off you know what else feels off 9-11 i mean it's there's you know i mean but that that is clear i mean yeah i don't know yeah 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 I don't, I don't know. know. There's crazier things that have happened in this whole that whole year of 2020 was pretty fucking weird. Yeah. So. I wouldn't put it past people is what I'm saying. For sure. And then there's a conspiracy that people think China's trying to just take over and like. I mean, so America. far they're doing pretty good. America's crumbling within itself. Pretty much. We really like hating each other. We really like um, chaos. Yeah, it is pretty fucked up. I mean, it's hard because I'm like, oh, yeah, we really like hating each other. But it's like, how do you not hate someone who wears a T-shirt that says six million Jews wasn't enough? (laughs) You know? Who the fuck was wearing that? 
Some dude at the Capitol Hill thing. Really? Yes. There's so many. A lot of conspiracy theorists are anti-Semitic. Like, a lot of conspiracies go back to anti-Semitism roots. Huh. It's all based on, like, Jews being the center of, like, controlling the everything and blah, blah, blah. The Bernstein Bears are behind it. Yeah. The the Jewish Bears. <laughs> Really messed it all up for us. Well, I think Andrew talked about that a little on when he was on the pod about the conspiracies because oh. he went to a lot of like conspiracy uh, conventions. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of racist people. And then I never thought I'd say this, but my favorite racist person who obviously I say that jokingly, she sucks. But it's the funniest thing because she's so... I mean, I feel bad for her. She's, like, mentally unwell. The girl Maya Ponsetto, I think her name is, she's called the Soho Karen because she was in New York and she was at a hotel and she lost her phone. And so she starts, like, blaming this 14-year-old black kid and she's like, you have my phone. We found out that there's footage of her, like, trying to tackle him to, like, get her phone back. And then the hotel security's, like, asking this 14-year-old kid to check his pockets for her phone. And his dad's, like, he doesn't have, like, he doesn't have the phone. You can't check him just because this, because here's the thing. If the roles, I could just see how white people would be, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. She thought he had his phone. If he doesn't have the phone, they should just check his pockets to see that he doesn't have the phone and then it's okay. But it's like that, that situation would never happen in the first place if it was a 14 year old white boy, Mm -hmm. especially if the person whose phone was lost was a black woman. The hotel security wouldn't be, would be like, are you sure you didn't just lose it? Like it just wouldn't have gone that route, which is the fucked up part in the first place. So anyway, so then there's a video of her freaking out over her phone The dad's, like, not letting his kid be searched based on principle of the fact that they would just blindly allow this crazy woman to accuse him, you know? And so then, she makes it even worse. She goes on the Today Show or something, whatever show Gail King is on, Oprah's BFF, Gail does an interview with her over Zoom. This little hoe has the audacity to wear a Call Her Daddy podcast merch hat that says Daddy on it on live TV where she's being questioned about being a racist. And she's just wearing this little daddy hat. And oh my God. She's like, she literally tells Gail enough. And she's stuttering the whole time. And everyone's making jokes like, oh, this girl's like pilled out right now. Turns out this girl, she's 22. First of all, she calls herself, she's like, I'm just a 22-year-old girl. How can I be racist? And then she's calling the 14-year-old kid a man. She's like, and I'm in that, in the man hat, you know, I thought he had my phone. It's like, he was a boy and you're an adult. Turns out she has like two pending DUI, like felony cases and one other charge. Like she is not well. She needs help mm-hmm. in many ways. But... It was crazy. It was crazy. She was... uh, Yeah. There was something that happened in LA the other day when the Capitol thing was going on. Mm -hmm. There was like a Proud Boy rally. Yes. And they just like maced a black dude that was walking by. Did you see that? No, it was a girl. 
A black. Oh, I saw a dude. Oh. I think it was a girl. Oh. Fact checking alley. Um, I think it was a girl. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that there was a girl walking by. She flipped them off. She was on her way home or somewhere, whatever. Who cares where she was going? She was walking by, she like flipped them off, and then yeah, everyone just like went after her. Hmm. Why can't you just flip people off? What's funny is because they're out there like it's freedom of speech, we can do whatever we want, and then someone opposes them and then they fucking mace or like throw stuff at them. Yeah. It's weird. Well, and then speaking of freedom of speech, Trump got his Twitter deactivated. People yeah. like that, you know, freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. That it's was like, coming, though. That was coming. And then Jay Savory, so funny. I think he he has a podcast with, um, I think his brother, no. So Jay Savory and Ben Avery. Ben Avery produces Tim Dillon's podcast. Ben and Jace both do stand-up. Jace uh, makes really incredible cartoons. I posted one on my story where, um, hold on, let me pull it up. I think it's called like Brain Jail or something. Is that what it's called? Fuck. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So it was this cartoon of the the guy Jack who like started Twitter. And so it was this cartoon he drew. And it's him wearing a badge that says number one hero. Like a little ribbon. And then the caption on it says, That feeling when you use Trump for five years to resurrect your dying platform, then ban him 1,449 days into his 1,461-day term. Hmm. Um, Was Twitter dying, though? I don't know. I mean, no one really, like... Trump definitely made Twitter, like, a bigger... Th- I mean, I'm sure that yeah. the people who were, like following his twitter weren't on twitter before him there's you know he has a lot of followers on twitter not anymore but yeah i mean i don't i'm not smart enough to get into these topics but it's like if someone's like i feel personally you can have a different opinion but i feel like a good amount of Trump's tweets aren't presidential. The way that he behaves is not presidential. Like 99%. Which is why people like him, because he's not presidential. Right. And also, having a Twitter as a president isn't part of your presidential duties. He can make press releases through the White House. Mm-hmm. That is very much okay. That's what you do as president. You make press releases. It go, you know, everyone hears about it because it's a press release from the White House. You can go to the whitehouse.org or whatever .gov .edu .whatever .jiz or whatever and you know, you can read all the press releases. So him getting his Twitter taken away isn't like a ooh ah. I could say um I mean, what would I say? If you were president? No, just like in general. Like, I could say something dumb as hell on Twitter and get my account suspended. It's not like, oh my god, they're trying to take away... It's like, no, I just said something dumb. Trump been had done said some dumb stuff on Twitter. So it's like, what do you think? When he... Yeah. Ooh, it gets me going. That's why I play Scrabble. I play Words with Friends. I play Uno. 
I don't get people who are addicted to watching the news. I can't do it. I mean, I kind of get it. Like, sometimes when things get crazy, I start, like, obsessively, like, checking Twitter to see what people are saying about stuff. Does Larry watch the news a lot? Larry's a news boy, yeah. He seems like it. Sits on his lazy boy, his recliner. He watches the news. Does he watch CNN or Fox? He watches MSNBC. Is that left or right? Left, yeah. My dad's a left dude. Hmm. Yeah. And he also watches westerns, which is right-leaning, I would say. For sure. Yeah, he watches old-timey westerns. He sits in his hot tub at 10 a.m., has the westerns on his outdoor TV. (laughs) He lives the dream. Um, But, yeah. It's crazy. Why? I just... It's like... I don't know. I wish I was like Gandhi and I had a solution. I don't. I just stay out of it. But then... People get all worked up. If you're not saying anything, you're the problem. And it's like, bitch, I don't know what to say. I am not the spokesperson. Why can't we all just get along? I feel like the girl in Mean Girls. Like, why can't we all just eat cake and get along? And then, see, this is the problem with left people. This is the problem. Well, then, educate yourself. Well, then, you, like do all this stuff it's like you can hardly like you uh, it's it's a lot i'm trying i'm trying to educate myself i'm not trying to be a historian on things i'm just trying to treat people with kindness i'm trying not to make dumb mistakes you're trying to correct them when they say a stupid word wrong yeah i'm just yeah i don't know it's a lot because then it's like i don't know i don't know I'm over it. I'm over being woke and smart. Do you guys get sick of each other? No. Are you serious? Do you get sick of your... Yes! <laughs> yes! If So, I'm house-sitting yeah. in my little booth thing. By the way, we had a conversation. He was like, what? Like, do we... Like, what are we calling each other? Are we leaving this in? Yeah, we can leave this in. I'm not calling him my boyfriend, okay? It has been a little over a month. I know that you guys are different. You guys are all horny for each other and all fired <laughs> up and excited. And you're saying love you and shit already probably, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Good for you guys. I I say it in my head to him. I look him in the eyes and in my head I go, man, I love him in this moment. In this moment, I say it in my head, never out loud, not yet, it's too soon, I get scared. Same thing with boyfriend, girlfriend, it's only been a month and a half. Something about boyfriend and girlfriend just feels, it's too much for me. I call him my partner and not to be woke, I owe my, my, my partner, like I'm doing a science project with him and it's due, you know, my partner is buying me food tonight. Or I call him my boo thing. Isn't partner kind of more intimate? Yes, but that's the thing. Me and him are intimate. And we had the conversation. I said, look, based on like terminology, yes, you are my boyfriend. I'm not seeing anyone else. I'm not being a little hoe out here. Yeah. You're my boyfriend. But I don't want to call you that yet. Because control. Because control. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. 100%. Yeah. 
And it's fucked up because it's like I'm the one who like is calling the shots because of control. But in my head, I'm like, I want someone who calls the shots and then they do. And I'm like, wrong shot. Not the right shot. Bad time for shots. (laughs) It's fucked up. I don't know what it is. If there's any therapists who listen to the podcast, first of all, you're not a good therapist. You should not be listening to my podcast. But let me know what that is. It's bad. So, yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. It is a control thing. God forbid I just, like, let him be my boyfriend. But he pretty much is my boyfriend. I'm just not calling him that. He can call me his girlfriend. I have no problem with that. Because control. Because control. <laughs> yeah, why is that? You have any theories? Uh, You're just controlling? But why? I don't know. Fear. Maybe fear. fear. Maybe your past. Maybe my past. My dark, troubled past. Yeah. Maybe because you're sort of famous. No, because I've always been this way. Oh, okay. I think. I don't think anything outside of myself has to do with this. Like, any exterior, like, thing. I think it comes from within, not, like... It's not like... I don't like saying... I'm not famous, but... um, It's not, like, because... I don't think it's anything outside. Huh. Yeah, it could be a protective thing. But why am I so afraid? Maybe I, yeah, maybe I'm afraid of getting hurt. That's definitely true because I always break up with people. Which is like, I still get hurt. It still hurts me. But yeah, it's definitely like a... Well, if I'm manipulating the situation, then it's going how I want it to go. So I'm house sitting and I have my boo thing come over. Not my boyfriend. Ugh. My my partner. My partner comes over. Giddy up, cowboy. And we're playing Uno nonstop. Talk about raunchy and sexy. <laughs> playing Uno day and night. We're sweating. We're moaning. And um, he spent the night... And then the next day he's there. And then we're like hanging out, napping. We did a little sexy time the night, you know, whatever. It's not just you, know, I don't want to sound like a prude. But then nighttime came around and I was like, you should go home. Straight up? You just told him? Yeah. Because I just, I like, I don't know if this is also, like, control and protective, but I like having personal space. I like having times to myself. And that's another thing where I feel like I owe someone something or whatever. If someone's there, I feel like I need to entertain them or, like, be doing something. And so... Doesn't that come down to, like, you're just not maybe, like, 100% comfortable with them yet? Maybe, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do, sometimes we'll do things where it's like, he's on his computer, I'm on my computer, I'm doing something, he's doing something else. And that's nice, but sometimes I just like having no one there. Nothing. So you can fart. So I can fart, pick my nose, eat it, whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, just do weird shit. <laughs> I just need space to do weird shit. Because you're but not yeah, comfortable I said, doing it in front of him. But there's right. certain things where I'm like, I shouldn't be doing it. Like, I'm not, we talked about this last time. I don't want to fart in front of him. I don't want to be, I don't want to be picking my <laughs> nose in front of him. It's not because I'm not comfortable. I could do it, but it loses some of the, 
Allie Mack allure. <laughs> Not that there's much allure to it. You know, I have morning breath and shit and definitely don't look great all the time. But I don't know. There's certain things where it's like, I, sh- I just want my own time. Yeah. Like I was saying, though, we fart in front of each other and it's a, it's a game changer for real. I'll wait until I call my boyfriend to fart in front of him. All right. But yeah, I just like having my own space. So then I'm like, go home. I didn't say it like that. But I was like, go home. And so then he leaves and then nighttime comes along where he left at like 7 p.m. And then at like 10 p.m. I heard this noise from the house that I'm house sitting at. It sounded like the back gate. And so I got spooked. So then he came back over, spent the night. It was nice. I'm glad he came back. But yeah, it probably is fear. But I also think it's healthy to have space away. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with him all the time. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to go on walks alone. I want to read my books. I want to do other stuff. <sighs> okay. My oldest sister asked, who is your favorite sister? What a lame question. I'm going to be in Arizona at the end of the month. I think I'm doing shows. And then next month in February, I'm going to be in Texas. Just a reminder for anyone out there. I feel like I'm on the Titanic. That's what 2021 and 2020 feels like. But especially right now, 2021. I'm like, is anybody out there? Can anybody hear me? My Instagram is just my little whistle. I'm like, (sighs) (sighs) just freezing in the water. Help. Are you doing shows with Rogan in Texas? No. I think I'm just, I'm headlining my own shows, so. Hmm. If Rogan wants to hop on one of my shows, he's more than welcome to, if he needs stage time. <laughs> no, I'm headlining in Dallas, and then I think Plano or something, mm-hmm. some other place that's near Dallas. I need to check. Everything's been getting canceled, so I haven't even booked my flight yet, because I'm like, who knows? But, Yeah. I'm, I'll double check, but then I'm going to be in Arizona. And then I think I'm, me and Boothing, me and my partner, my old partner, we're going to go to Vegas. I don't think I'm going to do any shows, mm. but I might just get out, go to Vegas. Lose more money. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably lose some money. Um, wh- Who would I be in a full-blown lesbian relationship with? Ari Manis asked me that. Um, that's tough. I don't know. Name some names. Zendaya. It's actually Zendaya. (laughs) No, I feel like it would be, it would be boring. She's like too, I don't know. Maybe it would be sweet. I feel like if I was in a full-blown lesbian relationship with someone, I would want them to be like, Butch. Like a Kristen Stewart type. Hmm. Sarah Paulson? Ruby Rose? I'm not into her. What? I'm not into her. I see it. I get it. She's hot. But I, I wouldn't... I couldn't see myself being emotionally compatible with her. I don't know. There's a lot of... I don't know. I obviously have issues being in a full-blown 
straight relationship with people. So it's hard for me to think of who I would be in a full-blown lesbian relationship with. What was your favorite memory from your Ireland slash UK trip? I was just telling this story to someone, but when I went to Ireland, uh, when you fly into the airport in Ireland, they have pictures all around the airport of redheaded people. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of gingers all throughout the airport. Kids, adults, grandparents, everyone, redheads. All over the airport. It's very weird. And I was taking photos. I was taking a video of it to put on my Instagram story. <clears throat> and then on my last night in Ireland, the hostel was booked up. I had nowhere to stay. So I went to this 24-hour internet cafe and just like tried to stay up. And it was St. Patrick's Day of all days to be stuck in Ireland. So I'm at this internet cafe. I'm like delirious. All of a sudden it's like, it starts to get a little bit more packed as the night goes on. It's like two in the morning and a group of like 17 year old boys comes in and I'm like trying to kind of lay on this long couch, but you can't fall asleep in an internet cafe. So I'm just pretending to like be doing something. And all of a sudden, this group of, like, 17-year-old guys walk in, and my nook is good for a group, not good for one person. I'm being kind of rude by being in this area, but it's pretty empty. So all of a sudden, they all kind of come, and now I'm a part of this teenage boy's night out. So I'm like, hey, what's up? And we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, it's... Oh, one of the guys goes, oh, yeah, our friends, because they were like, where are you from? And I'm like, L.A. And they're like, do you see a lot of famous people? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. Like, you see people out and about every once in a while. And they're like, yeah, our friend's famous. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, what, like, you know, what do you do? What are you in? He's like, his picture's in the airport. And I'm like, no way. And I show him the video that I took from the airport. Sure enough, he's in my little video, little freckled ginger boy. That's his claim to fame. That's his claim to fame. That's what being famous in Ireland looks like. A photo in the airport. You can either be a ginger or be on the TSA watch list in Ireland. What what brought that up? That someone asked what my favorite memory from Ireland slash UK was. Oh. And I just was telling someone that story the other day. That definitely wasn't like my favorite memory, but I thought it was funny. And they were all like, they went to like a 24-hour rave so they were at the internet cafe to try and like sober up before they went home so i was just watching them all like slowly (laughs) like get out of zombie mode and turn into humans it was fun oh my god i did so i haven't done stand-up in like a month maybe Mm -hmm. longer And it was the holidays, you know, it was December, so my brain wasn't in comedy mode. And it hasn't really been in comedy mode for a while because comedy hasn't really been happening. And I got booked to do a Jam in the Van show. It was uh, Chad Goes Deep, you know, Chad and JT. It was their show for Jam in the Van. So I got booked to do it. And it was, it's an outdoor show, social distanced, all that stuff. The wind was so crazy that night. The, like, gates were opening. I was like, why am I doing stand-up right now? Like, people are, like, 
people are going to get strangled by these like string lights hanging down, flying everywhere. And I'm just like, so uh, have you ever noticed how shaving your butthole is hard? What am I doing? <laughs> and my set was so bad. I like forgot how to do stand up. I was doing a 12 minute set. It felt like 12 hours. I was just like, like I was rambling. Nothing I was saying made sense. The gates are swinging open. Oh my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was bad. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think I'm going to be doing a bunch of stand-up in March. I have an idea for something, and I hope that it happens because it's going to be really cool. So in March, keep your entire schedule open if it isn't already. If you live on the West Coast side of things. Yeah. Do you think Skankfest is still happening? I don't know. Maybe in like a, two years. Well, that's supposed to happen in March. It got of this year? It got rescheduled last year in September. I got haven't gotten any updates. I was booked to do it. Right. I haven't gotten any updates. I still have my ticket is what I'm saying. They, yeah, it's... Did they not issue refunds? They're just rescheduling? They gave, so they gave you the option. It was supposed to happen last March or whatever. Yeah. It got rescheduled to September, September or August. They canceled it again and said March of this year. So it's supposed to happen at the end of March, but whether it happens or not, I have a feeling it's just going to get canceled altogether. Yeah, it'll be back at some point. Yeah. But might as well just get the refund. But it is in Texas, so mm. it might still happen. Okay. You know what I was thinking about today? Is that camera still on? Mm -hmm. You know what I was thinking about today? You know how everyone's like, oh, quarantine babies. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to get pregnant during the quarantine. Yeah, people got pregnant. And now their babies are going to be about to be... Well, the babies are already born. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, December babies this year. 2020 December quarantine babies but i was thinking so many people are gonna get like pregnant or stds when the quarantine is over because i don't know about you guys but i was thinking about how much i miss just being able to make out with random people you know like be out and about girls night out all horned up at the club that's not even who i am but i'm like man when this quarantine is over, people are going to be hooking up like little horn dogs left and right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be another phenomenon. And whenever this is over, people just get knocked up on accident. But I guess enough people do like uh, abortions and birth control and stuff. I Not saw me. something today that it was there was like already like 1.1 million abortions at the beginning since the beginning of the year. Damn. That's a lot of fucking abortions. That's a lot of abortions. Yeah. Maybe COVID got started by leftists who want to kill babies. <laughs> Not me. If I got pregnant right now, guess who's keeping it? Me. For real? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have never been pregnant. That I know of. 
That's a good joke. My, I remember my uh, my English teacher in high school said uh, he would always have two or what did he say? He said some corny shit like that. He said like uh, I have two kids that I know of, but it wasn't like that because that makes sense as a joke for guys because they don't know. You know, they could be. But he said, I don't know, his wife has two kids that she knows of his mom. I don't know. But I always thought it was so funny. And then I babysat for him. I had such a crush on him. Mr. Kern. I'm not afraid to say it. Because I found out my friend is now a teacher at the school that we went to. Mr. Kern's divorced. He's on the market. I always thought I was going to like be his babysitter. And he'd be like, don't tell my wife. And I'd be like, I would never. <laughs> but that never happened. But, um... Now he's on the market. And he would always say, if you're not living on the edge. Fuck, I'm forgetting all of his sayings. Teachers are so corny. If you're not living on the edge, you're standing too far away or something. Or you're not close enough. Oh, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Something like that. I don't know. Now he's divorced. (laughs) I went on Omegle. I didn't uh, live. I didn't Instagram live it because I was doing. I was so me and Boo thing. I'm starting to. I'm trying to relearn. You know what he did that was so sweet. This is nice. He's so sweet. So the first time we hung out, I was talking about how I'm obsessed with like sign language and like deaf culture and stuff and all that. And then I think I brought it up other times that we hung out. And then I was showing him the guy, Bill Vickers, who teaches sign language on YouTube. And I was like, yeah, he has these, like, courses, like, um, that he, like, sends USB drives. And you can, like, pay for a course or whatever. So he bought it for me. So, but then he was, like, trying to learn sign language with me on YouTube. Like, I was showing him, like, the guy. And so now he's, like, learning sign language. Oh, my God. And, um... And so I was like, oh, we should try and talk to, like, deaf people. Like, but, because I used to go to, like, deaf meetups at Starbucks pre-COVID. And you could just hang out at Starbucks, talk to deaf people. It was so tight. But now, you know, obviously Starbucks, you can't hang out in Starbucks. So I was like, oh, we should go on Omegle and under special interest type in, like, deaf, ASL, sign language, whatever. So we started Omegling with deaf people. Some people were just, like really good at sign language some people are just hard of hearing oh my god we had a blast a lot of people from florida on the deaf omegle uh genre why florida i don't there's a i guess there's a pretty big deaf college there oh okay or community there's a community in florida where there's like a majority deaf or hard of hearing people yeah it was fun good times do you buy ice cream or lick it? I think I lick it at first because the top portion is like melted. Depends what it is. Is it an ice cream bar or an ice cream cone? I don't fuck with cones. <laughs> I don't fuck with a cone. I like a I like a bowl. I like a cup. Mm-hmm. 
So then I, I, but I use a spoon. I'm not just out here. But how strong is your teeth enamel that you can just bite into ice cream? No repercussions. If I'm biting into ice cream, I'm having shivers and a headache for the rest of the night. Oh, that made my teeth hurt just talking about it. Oh, you know what makes my teeth feel weird? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Even talking about it makes me all squirmy. Like a wooden spoon. You know those like... um The little wooden spoons you get with like a... Yeah. The vanilla ice cream uh-huh. things. Yeah. Oh, the feeling of that on your teeth. Oh, it makes me clench my cooch. <laughs> oh. Do you know what I'm... Like picture it. Is it not free... You guys are just sitting there like It's psychos. gross. <laughs> like I, li- I get like a visceral... Like the ones you used to get in school and shit? Yeah. Oh, my teeth hurt now. I don't like it. It's like nails. Like how people say nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, what about teeth on a wooden spoon? That's awful. You know what question pissed me off? (laughs) What's that? Someone said, did Annie really just pawn Anthony off to you like that? Or did he always do your pod? Um, excuse me. Anthony has been doing my pod before I even had a pod. Yeah. Annie stole him off me. Yeah. And now she just uses her boyfriend. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. Anthony's mine. Wait, who said that? I don't know. Someone who asked a question. Yeah. They must listen to the Inspiration too. Yeah. It was a crossover. Mean inspiration, resting bitch. Mm-hmm. We got to get her back in here. I know. I was thinking about that today. I haven't talked to her in a while. I know. We'll FaceTime like every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But it would be fun to have her back in. She's too busy hanging out with Olivia Munn. Yeah, she's too busy with her influencer friends. Couldn't be me. I like to stay humble and hang out with Anthony and Lauren. <laughs> they keep me true to myself. Oh my god, I'm so glad I read these questions because it reminded me. So this house that I'm house-sitting, the lady has a bidet in the bathroom. I need to get a tushy sponsorship or something. Because this thing, I had a spiritual awakening. I had an anal orgasm. Water was going into places that I didn't even know it could fit in. Um... The seats were warmed. There's a there's a button that has the seat warmed. So first thing in the morning, you wake up, you go pee. It's nice and warm on your buns. Feels so good. And then, yeah, you use the bidet button. It just, I move my butt around so it can get into different, it's not even for, like my butt's clean at this point. Now I'm just having fun. Business in the front, party all the way in the back. I'm moving around, doing a little dance on the seat. And then it has a drying feature, so then it just dries your butt. Like air comes out? Air comes out. It was a blast. Literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally blasted. It was so fun. Man, I'm excited to use it again. But then I still use toilet paper after to dap it up. Give a little tappy tappy. Because then I don't want to... The dryer doesn't work that well. 
She it's not struggling. a it's not the tushy thing though. It's like oh, actual... this is a different one. It's called something like Nokita. Yeah, it's like fancy. Yeah. Yeah. The downstairs bathroom is a tushy one. Okay, just had to mention that. Is that your stomach? <laughs> Whoa, it sounded like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) How to deal with keeping up new... How to deal with keeping up with New Year's resolutions. And then she said, a bitch struggling. I don't know. I didn't make any for myself. I make a daily resolution. What am I going to do today? Binge watch Instagram? Or you know what I've been doing to not be so lame at home and feeling like a loser? I go to the park and I read a book. I've been reading this book called Such a Fun Age. It's real good. But yeah, I can't make a resolution. I'm not keeping anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No one's holding me accountable for shit. So just wake up. Instead of doing a whole damn year, that's way too much time. Wake up in the morning and whatever your resolution was, whether like, oh, be healthy. Don't set that for a year. Just wake up in the morning and go, what am I get? What's one thing I can do today that's healthy? That way it's not this like huge. Maybe today drinking water is the best you can do. A full Whatever it is, a gallon. I don't know how much water you're supposed to drink. Whatever the healthy intake of water is, maybe just do that for today. That's your healthy thing. Maybe your healthy thing is not looking at your phone for an hour. Maybe a healthy thing is making a home-cooked meal. Maybe a healthy thing is calling a family member that you haven't talked to in a long time. My grandma's listening to this like, bitch, you haven't called me. No, she's not listening to this. She doesn't know how to... She doesn't know what this is. Does your boyfriend listen to this? I don't think so. And I hope not. He might. He might. That's a chance. That's a risk I'm willing to take. And you know what? If he is listening to this, he already knows this. I've told him that I'm crazy. There's no surprise. I don't like when guys... That's the thing. You know what? He probably doesn't listen to it. It's the guys who listen to this are the guys who are not secure in themselves and are not sure what is happening between us. Those are the guys who are listening every week, maybe hoping that I say something about them. Guess what? Your time's over. I found a partner. (laughs) Did I tell you about my old fling who came to my house to catch up? I think. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. Like right when you guys first started dating, you and your partner. Yeah. And yeah. then the old fling came over to catch up. Right. It was good. It was healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it happened. But yeah, I was just like, you're not going to like what I'm catching up about. I have a partner.
My lips are so chapped and I keep peeling them. Oh mm-hmm. my god. They're like, I don't know if you see it, but it's all red right here. Because I just like, the barest, the most bare skin. It's like nerve endings. Oof. I just, yeah, I rip it. To pe- oh, it's so fun though. Okay, I need to stop. Yeah, I like Vaseline. I like Aquaphor. If anyone is listening to this and using chapstick, brown chapstick, or any chapstick that comes in a tube that you roll it from the bottom, throw it out right now. Throw it away. That is ruining your... I mean, meanwhile, my lips are bleeding while I say (laughs) this, but... You haven't used Burt's Bees? Burt's Bees schmertz schmees. Burt's Bees, I'll put it up my butthole. That stuff... (laughs) Yeah, it smells nice and it feels good. I don't think it's helping at all. I it's use, I it's use it's mainly, but yeah, I, no, mm-mm. no. Throw it out, throw it out. Hmm. Okay, I can't do this. I'm hungry. I've answered enough. Maybe your question will get answered next week. I gotta leave them wanting more. You know, I can't just give them all answer all the questions. Um, that's it. I need to go eat food. I want a sandwich. I want chapstick. I want, that's it. That's all I want. I want a sandwich and I want chapstick. Hope you have a decent week. That's my resolution for my listeners. Have a decent week. Take care. God bless. Oh.